Good evening, everyone. Hello. Guess who's back after a month of absence? <laughs> oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. We will try to upload weekly. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, we're so sorry. We're sorry. No, we, we, we do have some... F- What's it? Reasons why. COVID. <clears throat> yeah. You know, one of us got COVID. And since I already had gotten it before... There is only one who's guilty. <laughs> Indeed, it's you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but hey, we were like thinking, oh, we still have a thing called a podcast in which we overthink in the late nights. So, so le- well, le- let's do that. Welcome back to Late Night Overthinking with Two Idiots. Honestly, is this like a new season or something? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. We are talking. Oh. We should talk about stuff. Yeah, we're officially back, actually. Yes, we are. After a month of oh, nothing. Like, I'm. <laughs> it's just been like a month of. Well, we've been busy. Because um, during this month, I got the news that I'm going to have a very, very crazy busy year next year. Yeah, figured. Going um, to be into the board of yeah. uh, my student association. Yeah, that's actually a good one. You know, well, that's something that happened, you know. Like, we've been away for months. Stuff happened. So that's something. Um, I also grew balls. (laughs) 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 So should we really make this an explicit show? It doesn't have to be explicit because it's not like those balls, but it's more balls as in I got... Guts. (laughs) Yeah, I did something... I think a lot of people wouldn't do. And that is being a hopeless romantic as I am, sending a letter to ask someone out on a date. Oh my gosh. You know, and then you would think, oh, okay, that's romantic and that's cool, you know, and, you know, she would appreciate it. It might help to mention that I've only seen her once. (laughs) Well... That was only a small part of the month. Yeah. Because we we both been really busy. Uh-huh. Obviously, I have my internship. Indeed. Which is crazy busy. Four days a week. And that's excluding the preparations. Yeah. My work. My new job. My matches. Well. Yeah. It's actually way too busy, but. I'm glad to be back, yeah. especially after a longer absence. Yeah, a little hiatus, but that's all, that's all right. But hey, we're back at it again. So yeah, something I really experienced this past month and something um, a lot of people might experience, we're going to talk about everyone's favorite subject, clinical depression. Oh, sorry, sorry. We're going to talk about uh, um, loneliness. Oh, okay. Because that's basically how I felt in quarantine. Oh, I can imagine. So just a week of doing nothing. Yeah. Being in your room. Well, luckily, I could go outside because of the dog. Yeah, yeah. But still, 
there were no people around me, no friends, no family, nothing. <laughs> so how can you describe loneliness? Yeah, well, very simple. Loneliness in my eyes is the feeling of um, wanting someone, but not having that someone. So seeking, you know, the presence of a certain being, a person, or in some cases, multiple people, but not having this presence. Something I, well, that's how I would describe it. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Oh, with that description. Oh. <laughs> like, I can relate 100%. Yeah, because you're you're basically wanting to be with someone, something, and just um, maybe be a bit cozy together, and just enjoy time. You know, sometimes. Um, that's one way. But but presence in 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 a general state of mind, when like I'm accompanying you. We're not lonely. No, not always. But oh, my mind's already overworking. That's the joy of overthinking. Because I felt lonely. And oh, this is going to be tough to say, but I even had a feeling that I'm kind of was drifting away from my friends and just people in general. Because mm -hmm. you're not with them, you're not doing any funny things, you're just sitting in a room doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, you hear everyone like, oh, I'm doing this crazy stuff, I'm enjoying life at its fullest. And now you're basically like, help, yeah. don't leave me behind. I can imagine the feeling in the ego. I even had kind of a feeling that I was losing you. Oh, well. Yes, I do understand the feeling, you know, of need like you're at home and you, yeah, you're stuck at home. You can't really do anything and you want to do stuff. You want to live life and others are. Um, yeah, when I had it, I don't know, I was always trying to keep myself busy with stuff, you know, and not think about anything. Um, but I do know, like, for example, because I know you live with your parents, of course, and even, even of course, but, right? But that's you know, it's also a big difference in a way of um, me, I live on my own, you know, in my own room. So, in a way of when you are done with COVID, you go to see your parents immediately, you know, you are like you're normally with people. Yeah, you know, and with me, when I was finished, I first thing I did was I had a walk with a friend of mine who lives nearby. But you're not with, really with people. But something I do want to say is like, does having people around cure loneliness? It's a different type of loneliness because looking at it from the perspective I had, yeah. I was forced to be lonely because of quarantine. Yeah, but now I'm talking about there outside are... of quarantine. Yes. 
like are you now not lonely anymore because you're with people or do you still get lonely sometimes of course you still get lonely sometimes but there we, we now we have those moments like we're spending time together and we temporarily cure the loneliness sometimes yeah. sometimes like now but hey um but what about people who experience loneliness almost every moment of their life well that's what i mean because i think if you look at loneliness as just not being with people you know then the second you are with someone um it should be cured but i experienced myself and i have experienced myself a few times that that's not always the case mm -hmm. because i've you know like when i'm with family i might be cured of my certain type of loneliness of like family loneliness though but you know i'm a very romantic person so i always enjoy the romance and being with someone so as a single person i crave that and as we looked before loneliness is missing someone you know you long for so you know i've had moments that i'm like hanging out with friends and i just have like my little dip of i'm single and you just miss it and you feel lonely you know it could be worse <laughs> Re remember me in utrecht <laughs> or oh. you were with the whole group <laughs> you mean with you and you're then well now your ex and yeah yeah that that wasn't it still felt lonely <laughs> yeah. it was like you have these moments you know like it helps to be with people but then it also helps to really be um interacting with people it's like you have hanging out with people and just being quiet sitting in the corner you know it doesn't really help that much and you still feel lonely even though you're with people but mm -hmm. um what's it but if you are really hanging out you know you're in the conversation you um joining it you could say you're distracting yourself from the loneliness Oh, so it's just a small solution for that moment. Well, maybe, but it can also eventually lead to, because you're distracted for that moment, and then it leads to you, um, how would you say it? You know, you're enjoying your time and you're happy. And when you're happy, you don't focus on what you're missing, maybe. You know, you're blessed with what you have. And this is something that's just very important to realize, like, to know your blessings. Ooh, that sounds like a good one. Yeah, you know, and just keep track of your blessings. I think in that way you would be less prone to focusing on your loneliness. Will you be cured from it? Not at all, but at least you wouldn't be focusing on it that much anymore. Okay. Um, and now we're going towards something um, still with loneliness, but... The elders of this world, we could say. The grandparents, you mean? Um, for example. Okay. Like someone's grandparents or even just parents, depending on your age, of course. Mm -hmm. From what I hear and what I experience myself, they are 
almost always lonely. Well, yeah, again, depends obviously on how and what the situation is. And it often, just think about the fact you're married with someone for 70 plus years, or let's say 60 plus years, and that person dies. It makes sense you feel very lonely, of course, because you're missing that one person you've lived for for so long. Even if they're together, they, they, well, at least in my case, I'm the only one that visits every once in a while. Yeah, true. I guess it's like, the thing is, I'm not a parent, nor a grandparent, obviously. Um, but in that way, obviously, I <laughs> I can't relate that much with the fact of how is it to not have your children visiting, you know. Um, but I can imagine, you know, it's like if you are, you know, you have your children, you raise them up, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, depends a bit on the situation, obviously. Like, how has your relationship been with your kids the whole time? And maybe the older you get, the more you reminisce and you wonder, you know, to make things better. I don't know exactly because I haven't experienced it that much. You know, my grandparents are also quite young. Um, so I can't imagine maybe you would like get lonely if your children don't visit that much when they get old, you know, and you used to be very close to each other and now you're getting more distant. Well, it certainly brings, uh, special cases. Oh, um, because something I experienced during the internship, because we also have house visits sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we went to an uh, elderly woman who was like lonely, never had anyone in her whole life. Mm -hmm. And the moment we were there, she started talking and talking and talking and more (laughs) talking. And in the end, I was like, what did I hear? Was this any, anything necessary for her specific case? No, it didn't relate to it at all. But the woman was happy. She also told her life story for a bit. (laughs) Yeah. She admitted at that point in her life that she was feeling really lonely. And I was like, damn. Um, I can't imagine it, actually. Yeah, and maybe sometimes you just don't realize it until you notice it. You know that something is off in your life you know and that's why it's also so important to have these um small acts of kindness you know to you know visit someone just to say hi um you know to send someone a message you know or just at least acknowledge someone because it can really make a whole difference on the mood of someone and which the mood of someone is always, you know, it helps with health eventually, you know, because if you are happy mentally, I'm sure that will act out on your physical self. 100%. You know, so like if you get lonely, you know, when I get lonely, I probably lay in bed, you know, and just feel all crappy and it's just like, I'm just done for today. You just feel, I wouldn't say sick, but you just don't feel that productive not productive not not energetic you just want to just have the day finished and 
Oh, that's what I will be feeling when I get back home. Oh, that's how I often feel, but oh. But then, you know, sometimes the thing is also with loneliness, you have people like, okay, the elderly, you can understand when they get lonely, they can just somehow get up and go out, you know, and meet up with people. But if you're young, like us, you know, sometimes you can say, oh, I'm so lonely and there's no one in my life and this and that. Just do something. Sometimes you just need to get out of the house, you know, and maybe it's just to get out, go to a cafe, go to a bookstore. You know, go to a book section you like. If you see someone else at the book section you like, have a chat. You know, yes, it's scary. We understand. And it is, ooh. But sometimes you need to get out of your comfort zone and just do it. Because honestly, the greatest stories I've ever heard in my life, every time, have been stories of getting out of your comfort zone. It is most of the times. You know, and again, will it cure loneliness in at all? Maybe yes, maybe no. But at least you're doing something about it. Trying to at least. Yeah. So the general message was... <laughs> what is loneliness? The, it is missing that one person or the group of people you long for the most, I would say. Um, everyone has it. You know, it depends on the situation. And to cure it, simply go do something. Get out of the house. You know, go gaming even. Go online gaming then. Talk to people. You know, I hear a lot of good stories about that too. You know, when you're on your socials the whole time, go for it and go in the comments. Talk to people. You know, something I used to do on TikTok a lot is if someone followed me, I would follow them back and then you could be able to chat. And I always just send a message, you know, like, hello, how are you doing? And we just started to chat. I became good friends with some people, you know, which is amazing. Do something. And if you are wondering, what can I do? Send a message to someone you haven't spoken to for ages. You know, just be present for someone. Or even send a message to this guy if you're really bored. I probably react. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, I say on to the next thing. Cool. So it seems that I'm telling another story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing is, I just, well, I do have stuff happening in my life, but oh, it's just not stuff you really have to or really can overthink about. Oh, it's just a bit too private at the moment. So, well, I got something to think about. Okay. Uh, but it could make things a bit personal, so I'm really careful with the things I say. Okay. So, I'm learning a lot at the internship at the moment. Uh huh. Um, and one of the physios is actually doing some psychological thingy study. Oh, yeah. And I get all the questions like, how are you doing? Okay, and why do you feel that way? Um, also regarding to the studies, like, why do you want to become this? And was it your reason? Or uh... um, So I talked about the guy uh, with my nephew, and he was like, 
I would really hate that man so hard. Oh, I can imagine. I had a roommate just like that. Terrible. But I felt like I'm learning a lot about myself, which is also really great. In a way. I guess it also just depends on when it's asked and the mood someone is in, maybe. Well, as I said, it grew personally. Mm-hmm. And it always starts really general, and then oh, one way or the other, it gets personal again. Oh, yeah. But it really makes you think about life, mm-hmm. about your decisions. And this is something I thought about um, because everyone makes mistakes, right? <laughs> yeah. One bigger than the other. Yeah, of course. But then I was talking to him about a mistake and he was like, oh, what did you do? Well, I forgot about it and moved on. That's where you're wrong, he said. Okay. You're not going to expect this, but he was like, you should do something else. Because what happened? So I told the whole story and then I was like, oh, according to you, I should accept it, accept that it happened. It was like, no. So you shouldn't forget about it. You shouldn't (laughs) accept it. I was like, what do you expect me to do then? You can accept it. But you should embrace it. And that really made me think. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to embrace something from your past? Which could be a huge or a small mistake. Why would you embrace something like that? Thoughts. Well, like indeed, we make mistakes, and of course, one is bigger than the other. And I guess some have more impact in your life than another, I guess. And yeah, you like, okay, forget about it. Some things, I guess, it's just better to forget about it because why would you? Things you shouldn't be stuck in your past, for sure. You should learn from it, really. That's why we make mistakes, to learn from it. And but we shouldn't just, you know, you shouldn't be stuck in it. Forget it. Sometimes it works. Accept it is also something I would say like, yeah, sometimes we need to accept it happened. You can change it, move on. And then he says, embrace it. But then it's like, what does he mean with embracing your mistakes? Because Hey, that's what we're going to think about. I know, but it's like embracing something, you know, obviously it has to do with that. You know, when you embrace someone. Yeah. Well, I think it's just really not just one, but multiple steps further than accepting. Well, mm, at least that's what I thought. I don't know. 
you can think about like the idea of loving your enemies you could say it's in a way the same but then i don't know loving your enemies sounds more logical because at least as a christian myself i believe that you know god loves us you know and we are we shouldn't be hating others but we should spread god's love to everyone also our enemies and because of that i would say it is important to just realize you know and then in that way embracing your enemies you know it's like you show love for them you know and in that way they would be like okay wait a minute this isn't how i'm treating you but this is how you treat me something isn't going the same way what's happening you know and you become an inspiration but with your problems embracing it at least things that went wrong <clears throat> it's like I think it's different because enemies can change. Your enemy can eventually become your friend. Yeah. In a way, you know, or at least you shouldn't be hating on them. You shouldn't be trying to fight them. You should show them love and show them how it should be. You know, as a teacher who is showing its child how this person should live, you know, and but your problems, you can't do that because your problems probably because if you look in the past, it's happened, you know. Because mm -hmm. um, that's what I assume you're talking about past problems, not present ones. No, no, indeed, things from the past that happened, yeah. like for example, well, the stuff you'd be stuck in, you know, and that well, would pull you down because you are keeping. Let's take that example, yeah. You know, in that way, it's like, yeah, you can embrace it, but why? You know, it, like, I understand, okay, you know, it happened, you should accept it first. Like, okay, it happened, I cannot change it. Learn from it, you know, you still have to focus on it, but you're focusing on, okay, I did this, which led to that. So what if I did that? Would it lead to this? And then you learn from it, but you don't get stuck in it because you focus on the future. You focus on what will happen if I do it differently. Um, you know, and in that way, it's like, I, don't, I wouldn't say embracing would be a good thing, but I would just say learn from your, from your problems, from your past. But isn't that the same thing? No, in embracing, I wouldn't see the same as learning. Well, how I th thought it could be, but that's just another random thought from someone who's overthinking. Yeah. It's accepting that it happens, mm -hmm. taking your lessons from it, because of the fact you accepted it, yeah. it, it changed you, obviously. It changed you to who you are now. Yeah. You can take your steps backwards to go forwards again. Yeah. <laughs> that face is gold at the moment. <laughs> um, but just learning from that moment accepting that it happened knowing how to react 
in a certain almost the exact situation in the next uh, next time yeah mm, that 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 was kind of my vision on embracing something like hey I accept that it happened I take my lessons from it and I'm moving on yeah but then I don't know you could really see it as him saying like okay just forgetting about it and move on that but that's not the answer though you know it could work you know it's like oh well just don't think about it and just carry on um and then you know eventually it's just a process you know you accept okay it happened i cannot change it um you know yeah, and as he said you know the million times it's just a process of getting through it but it's the same as like with relationships you know when it when you break up yes it hurts in the beginning and it takes time to get used to it you know eventually you accept okay we broke up i cannot change anything about this i'm moving on and then you learn from okay what went good in my relationship and what didn't what is something i want to take with me into my next relationship and what are things i want to leave behind you know mm -hmm. i understand and you just carry on i guess with embracing you could maybe think about the fact of okay um i'm learning from this and in that way i am appreciating it a bit more but eventually it's in the past and just as your exes you shouldn't think about it that much anymore can you still appreciate a thing like that maybe well, just in this case an ex well, i so appreciate all my exes you know and obviously i've learned from them and the times i had with them were fun but i try not to think about it too much because it's done and i've accepted that and i've moved on you know, it doesn't help to dwell in the past, you know, when there's a whole future ahead of you. Because as you said, we make choices every day. And you can look at your past choices, and it is good to look at it. To learn from but it. But eventually, you are still making new choices. And it's better to see what's happening in front of you. Because when you're driving, and you look back the whole time, you're going to crash. But if you look forward... You see what's happening and suddenly you might even see the stuff you were missing which were the reasons you made a mistake this just got deep yeah no kidding it's overthinking bro <laughs> took a while <laughs> 12 minutes that is certainly a good thing to well at least that's the way i look at it like to take a moment and look back at the mistakes at the past like maybe you could describe it as a little reflection and take your moments uh, your learning points from it and just try to move on yeah but it's always important to move on speaking about moving on we're going to the next section well it's time 
time to shine in your favorite segment. Come on, man. Be but, happy. But my favorite segment is after this one. This is the quote of the day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was always no, first. We end with Bible verse of the day. Oh. But no worries. I just search quotes on Google. I just go to the pictures and I just go scooch, scooch, scooch. And I look at the first one and it is this one and it is don't stop until you're proud. So let's talk about that. Yes, because it's a random verse and I just searched on Google because someone didn't remember how to prepare. No joking, I'm talking about myself. Um, but don't stop until you're proud. Yeah, you know, and I was like those random quotes you wouldn't think of that quickly. Don't stop until you're proud. Do you agree? No. Okay, explain. You can be proud of something. There's always more to achieve. Okay, so in a way of you will never be, it doesn't work, this quote. Don't stop until you're proud because you will never be able to stop. Well, <laughs> oh, you will be able to stop easily. But we'll be proud then. Depending on the context, like. Um, for example, preparing for a test, I would be proud with a sufficient mark. <laughs> so then I stop. At, if I have the sufficient mark, I, I'll just stop with that part of school because it's done. Okay. I'm not looking back at it. No, I guess um, it also just depends on the person. What makes someone proud? For the lazy, you could say they are proud of something that's not that long. If you're drawing and you just have a stick figure, some people are proud already. <laughs> <laughs> but, for example, the perfectionist <laughs> will be working on a whole work of art and maybe not even be proud of that because they're like, hmm, it can always get better. Hey, you just described what I was going towards. Hey. That's basically, you asked if I, I'd agree. I didn't. Because I'm someone you described as a perfectionist. Yeah. Like, I think it can always be better, always greater. Um, striving towards something perfect, but perfect doesn't exist. Mm, yeah, that, we talked about that. We talked about that. In the early episodes, you should listen to that. I don't know which one it is, but... <laughs> season like, one. Um, so, stop when you're proud. Yeah. Would you do that? Well, indeed, I'm also like, when am I actually proud? And sometimes like, even though you're proud of something, doesn't mean you should stop. Um, so you also disagree? A bit, actually, because I can be proud of, I don't know, doing something, you know, writing a story. Doesn't mean it's finished yet. Doesn't mean, you know, if I went outside and I run or I go to the gym one day, well, I'm proud, I did it. Logic of this, cool, I'm, I can stop because I'm proud. But I shouldn't, because I should keep going. Because you don't go to the gym one time, be proud, and you're done. 
I wish it was that easy. You know, but then in that way, you can say, what makes you proud? Where should you put your um, perspective? Should you put a perspective on the fact you go to the gym? Or should you stop when you see progress happening? But then if that's so, you get your muscles. You can't stop going to the gym because you have to maintain them. So in the way of, I think it's a bit problematic in a way that even though you can be proud of stuff, it doesn't mean it's finished or it is considered finished. That's why I don't agree. No. Because I'm a person that always wants more. Like, it's never good enough. And I'm a person who is often proud of the small things. And that's something my fellow physio also said. Like, man, take a break. You're expecting so much from yourself. Just be proud of things you achieved. Like, they're asking for three uh, assignments. Why would you do four? Because you, you don't have a life. <laughs> You know, just just st stuff like that. Sorry. <laughs> and then I started to think, wow, okay. And now what 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 do you want me to do? Because no, <laughs> I'm not stopping until I'm <laughs> yeah. proud in regarding to the to the quote. Yeah. But I think I I'm always wanting that bit more. So my proud moment. Yeah. yeah won't be achieved easy so if you could maybe rewrite the quote how would you do it oh that's a good one um i think in my situation you know as how i describe myself like i can be proud for small things doesn't mean they're finished i'd be say be was it be proud of what you do but don't quit <laughs> and how would you say it well me you'll I, never be proud screw you <laughs> me, me as a pessimist oh crap you know quotes oh, okay quotes those don't have to be motivational all the time but sometimes a good quote is just <laughs> also just someone whining you can always achieve more go for it nike <laughs> Oh, uh, basically, that's that's what I would go towards because that's how I feel. Uh, like, I still remember the the match when I scored my last goal. I, my teammates were very happy, and I was like, eh, scored a goal. <laughs> I want another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. And yeah. even if I would have scored the second one, I would be like, go for the hat trick. Yeah, okay. You know, always try to achieve more. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think, would be the main point of my quote. Yeah. Aim higher, go for more. Nike. Why Nike? I'm more because, of an Adidas. Yeah, person. no, it's, isn't like, yeah, what's it? Just do it. Nike. Like the typical. True. True. Well, I am proud of this moment. Let's finish this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Living out the quote. Now we have my favorite segment of the episode. The Bible verse of the day. Um, I do have to say, like, 
reading the Bible, it's so important. And it's also good for you. I realize for myself, if I don't read the Bible, I feel worse. You know, I feel my faith is lacking. It's not lacking, but it's like more unstable, you know. And you have these people who are like, yeah, but then how can I hear God? And then, oh, how can I feel God within me? You know, he always seems so far away. And I'm like, and where's your Bible? Is it also far away? It's like, well, yes. It's like, maybe bring it a bit closer. It is God's word. Um, and I have to admit, I have been lacking. And I maybe that's also something that has been going through through me and which led to also maybe some delay in episodes. But today, as, as we always do, I'm like speaking over myself. Um, we do a Bible verse of the day in which I just open the Bible app. Let me just enter my code. Not for the Bible app, for my phone. Thankfully, we don't need codes for the Bible app. Boom. And I just go to my first of the day. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And it is 2 Samuel 7, verse 22. And it goes like this. How great you are, O sovereign Lord. There is no one like you. We have never ever heard of another God like you. End quote. Ah. <laughs> was listening and then I was like, is there more? Is there more? No. Yeah, it, more. it's a very short one. Um, and I guess a very interesting one to think about, you know. Well, you know, it starts with how great you are, O sovereign Lord. You know, it's acknowledging the greatness of God, which we should do sometimes because it's just crazy to think about the fact actually i was teaching this morning at the youth and i told them like when you read the bible we read these stories about all these heroes um and about all these fascinating characters you know and then you know think about david you know who fought goliath um you know trusting the god trusting god at least um you have stories about Joshua, you know, who was um, also trusting God, but also in leaders in his leadership, you know, the fall of Jericho, you know, by them just blowing some horns. Um, you know, you have stories about Moses parting the Red Sea, all these crazy stuff. Just the fact Jesus calming the storm, feeding the many, you know, so many stories, great stories unimaginable stories and then to imagine that that god you read about is the very same god we worship today yeah and just think about the greatness what he has already done which is stuff we can read <laughs> and just remembering that he can do these things for us if we have faith in him and if we trust him with everything we have. Ooh. You know, so it's important to acknowledge his greatness. So how great you are, O sovereign God. There is none like you. There's only one God. There's none like you. There's none besides you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the one song I keep remembering. <laughs> you know, and then it's like, we have never ever heard of another God like you. And... It's quite simple because there is no other God like him. You know, God is one. 
anything else we consider a god, he defeats. I don't know, it's like maybe a quick thoughts of this now. It's maybe not the most exciting verse of the day, but it is a good one to think about and something to maybe keep reading about, you know, because I guess if you read the whole chapter, it brings more context on what's happening and why um, this is being said. I'm not sure who is saying this. Maybe it's Samuel, the prophet. Maybe it's David. Um I don't know actually, because I'm 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 not sure even sure if I already read it. Knowing where you were last time, don't think so yet. Then I can't say No yeah, I've read one Samuel a lot, which is one of my favorite Bible books. So I know what happens there, but Second Samuel I haven't read that much. Second Samuel. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah. I don't know, those are my quick thoughts on this not sure if you have any quick thoughts on it my quick thoughts nah i don't have them actually no that's fine but i hope this is like also encouragement to you listener um to pick up a bible once and just have a read through have a read through <laughs> yeah but yeah so far my favorite segment of the episode bible first of today And now we're at your favorite segment. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. End of the world. No, but yeah. It's been an interesting one. We've been away for a bit. Um, We apologize for it. We will try to make more episodes, but we are just very busy in life and stuff are happening. You are. Yeah, mostly. You know, I am having weekends away with the student associations and preparing and stressing about a lot of stuff but we will try to make episodes at least more often than we have been doing now um i'm i'm not sure about it but i will um try to um make an episode all by myself next week oh exciting i'll try i'll try (laughs) cool 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 and yeah we want to at least thank you for listening until this part. Woo! You know, you reached the end. Um, <laughs> it's also, you know, we're just making it in a room, you know, just having fun, not knowing if anyone will listen to it, you know, and if people don't listen to it, oh, well, at least we had fun. If people are listening to it, you know, we hope to inspire and to make you think about stuff in your life. And you can be like, oh, so you can overthink it and make a big deal out of totally nothing. Mm-hmm. But you can also, you know, just think about it and at least create an opinion for yourself. Because in this world, we too often rely on what other people think. And Fair. it's good what they think, but we shouldn't become, what's it, following them because they say it. Cool if Britney Spears thinks something. But you also have your own thoughts. Don't follow just a celebrity. You know? For sure. But hey, for now, um, <laughs> I think we can proudly say... We're back. We're back. And you're gone again. Well, no. Well, yeah. In 
away. And it's, you know, so there might be a next episode with just Max, you know, and, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting, you know, so I can listen to the podcast too for once, not having to hear my voice the whole time. <laughs> but, um, I know I'll find my support. Yeah, you'll so. be fine. You can always call me if you need, uh, I know, a pep talk. But for now, I just might be drunk. That's the only thing. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, well, okay, let me exp- say it better. I probably will be drunk. <laughs> okay, I think it's time to end this. It's time so, to end this. Um, Children, don't be like me. And uh, if you want to let us know something, have any feedback, comments, say something funny if you'd like. We have the contact details in the description. Down below. Um, Is it down below? I don't know. I don't know either. We should check our page for once. <laughs> We're bad people. Um, <laughs> but again, thank you for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, feel free to share it to friends and family. Have an amazing night and sleep tight. Or day, whatever you're doing. You know the quote from um, with Jim Carrey saying like, "Into was it a good morning, good afternoon, and good night?" Uh, the Truman Show. I don't know. It's an amazing quote. You should search it up.